Hello everyone, this is Myra with Holly Pulley's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga Podcast. It's great to be here with you. We're continuing our exploration of freedom and how Ayurveda and Yoga can support your experience of it. Freedom in all parts of life, in relation to ourselves, to other people, and to everything in nature and beyond. You know, it's the experience of life. This month, let's take a look at freedom in time. And I thought about freedom from time, freedom with time, freedom in time. My mind wants to look at them each differently, but perhaps it's all the same. Time is a human construct, and consider that it may be the relationship between the now you and the future you. And yet we said freedom is now, in this moment. So it's moment by moment. But you could say time is an interval between two points on a spectrum. We could get lost in this defining of time, but let's use this as a guidepost. Time is something we all work with daily, right? A human construct? Perhaps. There are many different definitions of time, you know, from science or religion or philosophy or the arts. But how we measure it's somewhat consistent. A physicist might define time as a progression of events from the past to the present and into the future. We say something is timeless if it's unchanging, like the principles of nature on which Ayurveda is based. Some people feel time is a fourth dimension of reality, describing events in a three-dimensional space. It's not something we can see or touch or taste, but we can measure its passage. Hmm. Time in nature has one direction, forward. We don't move backward in time. So it's the progression of events from the past into the future. We see the progression of time with the cycles in nature and all of life. We watch our children grow and change, just like the trees and the plants change with the passing of time. And we change ourselves as we go through life. You know, from yoga, it said we come to the planet with a fixed number of breaths, and we're meant to use them wisely. So we have this limitation of death, which is at the core of this time thing. For many people, it's a scary thing, and it puts the pressure on to get it right in this life, to not waste time. And so then there can be some tendency to get fixated on trying to reach some point rather than enjoying the journey itself. Or just being focused outside of ourselves and watching the passing of time. Or missing the passing of time. Without a sense of the eternal nature of our inner being, this kind of relationship with time is really understandable. 
But the Bhagavad Gita tells us that just as a man discards a worn out clothes and puts on new clothes, the soul discards worn out bodies and wears new ones. From this perspective, the soul really stands outside of time and then within it as well. So what are some of the things we do in daily life to try to change our relating with time? Some people use caffeine to give the illusion of getting more out of time, going faster, feeling a sharpness for a period of time. And many people view time as limited. What does it mean to not have enough time? What are we really saying? Perhaps it's a reflection of our choices. I'm choosing other things. Or I chose too many things and it's not working. It's an easy place to lie to ourselves about our choices. We also use time as an excuse. For example, to procrastinate or postpone when we really don't want to do something and haven't been honest with ourselves or others about that. Ever do that before? I have. Another area where we distort our relationship with time is trying to cram too much into it. Scheduling ourselves for more than we can possibly accomplish in a particular time frame. Sometimes we're afraid to say no to someone or we're just in denial about the reality of our situation. Then what about time relative to self-care? In Ayurveda, we suggest having a dinacharya, a routine of the day, to maintain ourselves well. Without a solid dinacharya, we suffer. It's no different than the maintenance you may do on your car or your computer. And yet, many of us will ignore it until there's a problem. And then it ends up costing more time and money than the basic maintenance would have handled. And this is how it works with us, too, often with a much larger price when we don't take care of things. Taking care of oneself on an ongoing basis not only saves time and money, but also provides a loving, caring use of our time. There it is again, time. And this is a good time to put in a plug for priorities. Setting some priorities in your life and living by them can make a huge difference in how you use your time. You know, there's so much available to us these days that it's really easy to get distracted and end up on quite a detour from what your true desires are. And then you aren't even getting to the things you really want to be doing. Let's take a look at some examples. Meal prep and cooking in batches is something many people do to save time. But the result is inferior food, meaning it has little to no prana or life force in it. 
and that results in low nourishment for the body and the mind, less energy and less clarity, which usually leads us to waste time or to be less effective in what we are doing. And obviously it's the same with any leftovers. Once the food is cooked, the prana goes down quickly, so it needs to be eaten freshly cooked for it to provide you with some nourishment. What about snacking? It takes time, too. Or skipping meals to save time. These have a big price to pay in the weakening of agni, which is your digestive capacity. You won't digest well, and this is how you create metabolic toxins, or what we call am, that cause disease. Another one is doing other things while you eat. Reading, talking a lot, eating while walking or standing. If I were a betting person, I would bet the food isn't getting chewed and probably not enjoyed as much because you aren't really giving your attention to the food or the eating process. Something we like to remind ourselves of at Halipuli is where you put your attention is where your energy goes. Ponder that one for a moment. Are you using your energy where you want to be using it? And that makes me wonder, is time energy? What happens when you put your focus on time rather than the task or event at hand? possibly rushing or being out in the future? And then what are you missing? Life? Consider that moving too fast doesn't save time. But it can cultivate avidya, which has a few meanings. It means not knowing, but it can also be illusion or delusion. And this is, comes from the teachings of yoga. When moving too fast, you tend to make mistakes. And often things don't turn out the way you wanted. So what I'm suggesting here is that time is a continuum. It may seem to slow down or pause at special times. And that may be when we allow ourselves to be fully present. Ever had that experience where time seems to stop for a few moments? I have. Some steps to consider for yourself are first to be honest and attentive to what you commit to in life so that time is your friend rather than an adversary. And this is where you'll find freedom. There's always enough. We're all right where we're meant to be. Think about it. Have you ever really saved time? Put it in the savings account for later? It's kind of funny to think about that. What's really happening when it seems like that? 
mm, maybe you found a better way to do something or something was eliminated and didn't need to be there, maybe. There's lots of talk these days about wanting to be present. So if you're feeling like you aren't, then slow down and be attentive to what's right in front of you. And this is actually when spontaneity will show up. And perhaps you'll recognize the space that's between one thing and the next. The energy is flowing. That space is a key moment we tend to ignore. And certainly some amusement in the process will provide a smooth path. So now's the time to make changes in your attitude toward time. Now is the time. It's really the difference between vibrant health and illness. You're creating your future self right now. And you can be free from your past version of yourself as well. Time can be a prison or a gift. It can remind us to be attentive to the now and keep moving forward rather than looking back and stagnating. I heard someone say recently that he had written an apology to time for not being present in life and that it gave him tremendous freedom from the past. You might like to take a step like that to open up new doors for yourself. Give yourself the freedom of a joyous relationship with time and the freedom to be in it. Whether it's your relationships or your asana practice, you know, it can be fresh each day. It's all about your relating with time and choosing freedom. A very wise teacher said to me, do less and be more. It's a great mantra for all of us these days. Until next time. In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipule's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, Join Simple Ayurvedic Cooking 
with halepule. The recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.